I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You are in the pay of Russia. Now, that might be news to you, but if you've been protesting against Israel's murderous onslaught against Gaza, apparently it might not be because, I don't know, you object to the mass slaughter of innocent people, including well over 13,000 children, or because you object to destroying an entire healthcare system, leaving an entire population in the brink of famine, displacing them from their homes, leaving them without water and shelter. It's not because these evils maybe don't sit well with you. No, apparently another explanation might be because you're receiving big fat paychecks from Vladimir Putin. Now, that might be news to you and your bank balance, but I don't make the rules here. Apparently, Nancy Pelosi, the former Democratic Speaker of the House, does instead. Tinfoil hats at the ready? Good. Let's have a little little listen to this contribution, which whatever you say about Pelosi isn't lacking in the imaginative department. They're in front of my house all the time. So I, I, I have a feeling for what feelings they have. But we have to think about what we're doing. And what we have to do is try to stop the suffering and gossip. This is women and children, people who don't have a place to go. So let's address that. But for them to call for a ceasefire is Mr. Putin's message. Mr. Putin's message. Make no mistake, this is directly connected to what he would like to see. Same thing with Ukraine. It's about Putin's message. I think some of these, some of these protesters are spontaneous and organic and sincere. Some, I think, are connected uh, to Russia. And I say that having looked at this for a long time now, as you, you know. You think some of these protests are Russian plants? say they're plants. I think some financing should be investigated. And I want to ask the, the uh, uh, FBI to investigate that. Well, that's generous of her to say so, to concede that some protests against the mass murder of Palestinians are spontaneous and organic and sincere. Thank you, Nancy. Glad you can engage with that possibility. However, I don't know, far-fetched it may seem. However, unlikely you may consider it that some people care about things such as human life. Now, as for the rest, some, I think, are connected to Russia. She goes on to say slyly that some financing should be investigated by the FBI. Pretty big claims there, I'd say, which require appropriately pretty big evidence. Who are you talking about exactly? Which organisation? Do you have more than a hunch or supposition that a hostile foreign power is funding protests? Are you saying these protests would be smaller and there would be Americans who currently oppose this massacre who otherwise would be supporting it if what this Russian money you provided absolutely no evidence for wasn't funding some organisations you've also failed to name. Now, it's easy to laugh about this, but it is actually deeply serious and disturbing. A extremely powerful politician linked to the ruling party in the United States, certainly at the presidential level, is calling for protesters to be investigated by the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Now, let's be clear here. Claims that protesters are in the pay of hostile foreign powers is the sort of rhetoric you expect to hear from dictatorships who have lost all moral authority as they desperately flap around to deflect from the damning reality that such protests are in fact authentic expressions of dissent. And trying to smear dissidents as fifth columns for hostile powers is just 
McCarthyism, pure and simple. And trying to menace them with criminal investigations by the state is what you would expect from authoritarian nightmares, not avowed democracies. And if we're going to start talking about foreign powers and money here, Nancy Pelosi has received over $600,000 over the years from pro-Israel lobby groups. Now, to be clear, I'm not accusing Nancy Pelosi of receiving money from foreign powers. It is illegal for foreign nationals to make campaign donations under US law. But if you take, for example, APAC, the American Israel Public Affairs Committee, which has wielded huge influence over US politics, uh, and thrown considerable amounts of money at, say, far-right Republicans with links to white supremacists as well as centrist democratic sympathisers such as Nancy Pelosi, that is, sympathisers with the state of Israel. So she's happy to receive funding from lobby groups advocating strong ties to a foreign power, and strong ties is putting it mildly. They're obviously a just avowedly, you know, avowed cheerleaders for the Israeli state, accused of that state of grave war crimes and human rights abuses. Um, but then she can just baselessly claim protesters have links to Russia. Cool, cool. Very good. Here's what's actually happening. Traditionally, US public opinion has been overwhelmingly favourable to Israel. That's now changing. Dramatically so, particularly among younger Americans who form a crucial part of the Democratic Electoral Coalition. Clearly, Arab and Muslim Americans, for, for a start, also key parts of the Democratic support base, are infuriated by the mass slaughter. And that, understandably, is making the Democratic establishment worry. Not least because with every passing year, millennials and Generation Z, who are more pro-Palestinian than any previous generation, represent a ever-growing share of the US electorate. And they're increasingly demanding uh, that the Democrats, in particular, listen to their views because they obviously see the Republicans as a lost cause and they see the Democrats as the party which is supposed to represent their interests. Well, a democratic establishment, which frankly doesn't understand these younger generations, um, has nothing but contempt for their views. Bear in mind, the oldest millennials are now 43, so Young is pushing it. As a geriatric millennial, I can testify to that. Nancy Pelosi is 83, so getting on for twice as old as the oldest millennials, while the youngest members of Gen Z are now 12, so she's pretty much seven times older than them. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Joe Biden is 81. The average age of a senator is 64. So U.S. politics is often called 
a gerontocracy. Now, before I lose all my older viewers, who I love very much, there are so many opponents of the murderous onslaught of Gaza who are older citizens, including veterans of peace movements which existed before I was even born. Now, it is just understandably, sorry, undeniably true that younger generations are becoming far more pro-Palestinian than older generations, which I'll go into. Let's just look at the polling. Um, and, you know, as we understand this polling, we need to see it's not a shadowy hand of Vladimir Putin at work here, but the Democrats need to learn an important lesson. To quote those great philosophers, Radiohead, you do it to yourself, just you, and that's what really hurts. According to the US pollsters Pew Research, overall 65% of Americans disapprove of Joe Biden, while 33% approve. Not great. Among 18 to 29-year-olds, 71% disapprove, just 27% approve of the job he's doing. And bear in mind, that's particularly damning because in the overall figures, that includes uh, Republicans and Conservatives, while 18 to 29-year-olds, there are less of those, they're just more likely to be uh, progressive Americans. So lots of progressively-minded younger Americans who are pissed off with Biden. Now, according to a poll by Harvard, Caps Harris, one-third of Americans think Israel is committing genocide. That's quite an astonishing figure, if you think about it, given how often and critically supportive of Israel the US has been. That is a huge number. That's tens and tens of millions of Americans who think genocide has been committed by a close US ally. While 66%, on the other hand, think it's trying to defend itself. But let's just break those figures down. While just 15% of senior Americans think Israel is committing genocide, 57% of Americans aged 18 to 24 think it is. Those aged 25 to 34 are evenly split. So there's huge sympathy for the view amongst younger Americans that genocide is happening. According to a YouGov poll for The Economist last week, meanwhile, 27% of voters who opted for Joe Biden in 2020 sympathise more with the Palestinians compared to 24% with Israel, 36% declaring about equal. 47% of Democrats think the Israeli response is too harsh, compared to 28% who think is about right, while 6% opt for the nakedly genocidal, not harsh enough option. Don't want to meet these people. What's striking about this poll is when asked if there's a genocide, overall 35% say yes, 36% say no, 29% aren't sure, while nearly half of Democratic voters say yes. Now, if I was an Israeli strategist, I was looking at the long term, I'd be pretty concerned about the next generation, the rising generation, of my main protector and arms supplier turning against me, not least as the horrors in Gaza continue to be unleashed and have a profound impact on huge numbers of people. I know what the inevitable response is. Oh, they'll grow out of it. It's just because they're young and naive and all the rest of it. Now, this isn't true. The most pro-Reagan demographic in the mid-1980s were the young. As recent research by the Financial Times in London finds, US and UK millennials are the first generation not to shift rightwards with age. Now, there's one... I would say pretty straightforward explanation for all of this. Thanks to the struggles of, peop uh, of people of colour, of anti-racist movements, these rising generations care more about issues of racism and oppression than those before them, notwithstanding the obvious exceptions, including I'm sure many of you watching or listening to this. Now, they correctly understand the dynamic at work here, that the Palestinians have been repeatedly driven from their homes en masse over many generations, their land stolen, illegally colonised, that they suffered brutal occupation, an outright apartheid, in the West Bank considered more oppressive and vicious and violent than South African apartheid by those who fought it there. Brutal mass incarceration, torture, ill treatment, suppression of civil liberties, repeated mass slaughters, and now genocide. Now, it was not Russia or Putin, a regime responsible for its own terrible war crimes, responsible for these figures. It's not them who are driving the Russian regime protests in the United States. It's the behavior of the Israeli state 
And the fact that the US state is funding these war crimes and arming these war crimes, the growing tendency amongst self-described centrists to keep blaming Russia for things they don't like is pretty striking, by the way. For so long, this particular political faction accused their opponents of being conspiracy theorists, completely oblivious as to their own tinfoil hat tendencies. I suspect we will be hearing a lot more of this frankly embarrassing nonsense. Russia, Russia, Russia. You can't just point at everything and say Russia as ever-growing numbers of all ages turn against this barbarism. Please like and subscribe. Do share this video. Keep the show on the road on patreon.com forward slash ownjoes84. Listen to us on podcast. I'll speak to you soon. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.